I did that right before we went live. Hey guys. <laughs> we're here. We're here. Sorry, we're late and shit, but it's okay. Peros was here, but he was y'all know he um I can't see him when he in his car. So I just told him to come back <laughs> when he gets when home. he wasn't in his car. Yeah, but it'll be like he should be in any second now, cause yeah. So right now it's about to be two girls telling you about a football <laughs> football scandal. Two girls, one football scandal. Two girls, one university. Okay, so hey guys, this is all <laughs> up. <laughs> Oh shit, let me also turn my phone off. This is so raggedy today. I'm very sorry, guys. We're back for another another. Oh, and that was Peros, y'all. He's literally about to be here. Hey, look at that. Hi. (laughs) Now it's three girls talking about a football. (laughs) (laughs) Three girls, one football team. Three girls. Okay. Well, Peros is coming in. All right. So, hey guys. Um. We are here today to talk about a 30 for 30. And if you guys aren't familiar with these, these are like, so you know how we get like our like documentaries, like about regular stuff. Like this is like sports realm, all the like crazy, gritty, sometimes like scary, like shit that's happened, like in the sports world that like, nor like people like me, like probably wouldn't really know too much about. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Unless somebody, you know, makes you watch it. So I'm really glad I watched it. It was really great. 30 for 30s are interesting. It's an ESPN produced thing. And they basically, it's, it's like a behind the music, but for sports shit. Like, That's exactly what it is. That's <laughs> it. It's fucking behind the music, but make it about sports. About sports. Really, and really anything you can think of sports wise. So it's not just relegated to like football, which we are talking about today. Right. Right. What, every Everything. Tennis, track everything and every single one of them is usually directed by a different person so yeah. like they're all great yeah, they're all fucking great. great everyone i've ever there's seen also look there's also the one uh that broke that one's fucking insane i heard i've yes. heard that's fucking insane so this one guys is a surrounding smu southern methodist university um in texas it's called pony excess Yes. No, you guys are like, don't you mean Pony Express? Well, <laughs> kind of, like kind of, mm. but not really. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> so I I thought that like you could tell me, because I don't really know that much <laughs> about fucking Texas football culture. Like, tell me like how it feels like to be a part of that. Like, are they as fucking intense as they look on television? You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it it is very intense. And what I will tell people, Texas football culture, certainly it's one of those things where it's it it can be very community oriented, if that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. for instance, the town I went to high school in was small. I think maybe the entirety of the town had about 3000 people. So we're talking like no McDonald's, a Dairy Queen and like four stoplights. So, right. So like a Friday night, everything's closed at six. Like, it does not matter what it is. It's closed at six o'clock. Kickoff is at seven. It's be there, be square. Everybody. It's literally there. like the little, like, signs, like, gone you know, to football. Closed, gone to football. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. what it is. Amazing. Closed, amazing. gone to football. 
And so, yeah, and and, and if you are one of those schools where you consistently have a good program every year, then it is a thing. Everybody's out there and football kind of rules the school and you don't hear and what we'll hear about in this documentary is very much a product of that. But it's also something that you see in a lot of smaller schools and it doesn't necessarily even have to be Texas. It is just these places where football is the culture. You see a lot of this underhandedness and boosters that are like, you know, giving kids stuff, even at the high school level. It's, you know, oh, well, oh, you need this or oh, this person. Oh, yeah, you play real good. Let me uh meet you at Foot Locker and get you some new sneakers. Like it's that type right. of Because I bet you, I bet your jumper would be way more cleaner if you had these shoes. Let's go get them. Oh, you need a new (laughs) the team needs new jerseys. Um, yeah, that that's cool. Uh (laughs) boosters are kind of like if you can't if you guys I'm trying to figure out how I can relate this. So I've definitely seen that. I've seen that culture um up at the school that I went to. Also, I've seen that culture around, like, um, my hometown, like, basketball kind of scene, like, with high school kids and stuff like that. Definitely have seen that. Um, But I'm trying to figure out how, like, I personally can relate to this. And it's kind of like how R. Kelly and all of his, like, all of his, like, henchmen would, like, sit outside of Kenwood, like, and, like, poach little girls. Like, it's kind of like that. Like... It's then, like cause, like, cause, like, cause, like, the girls will come back with like Jordans and stuff, like. Yeah, it, yeah, it, <laughs> for you know, without any sexual impropriety or piss. Yeah, pretty much. I'm just saying yeah. that someone lures them and they get Jordans out of it. Like, <laughs> it's like a windowless van waiting on the curb for these kids, like in the end zone. And they're like, ready to get it. <laughs> hey, kid, like, I love like, that touchdown. Like, yeah, touchdown. Great touchdown! Get in my van, and they like speed off the side of the fucking practice field, like, <laughs> like they're the fucking mystery machine. <laughs> they just like they fucking do this with the, with the door, the side door. Hey kid, great touchdown! Get in <laughs> and slam the fucking rapey fucking van and take off. Okay. Jordan, run, let's go. <laughs> Get out of here, Josh. <laughs> Oh my God! So yeah, it's Not, a okay. Thing. Anyway, it's a big thing, and then what you will find, which I think, which is common across the country, but you have certain schools or certain kind of areas. Mm-hmm. That they would consider pipelines, not to prison, but to like college. So, yes, <laughs> yes not to prison, but to college. Yeah, to college. And so, you have schools where you primarily where recruiters will come because this is where they are recruiting a lot of their talent from, especially some of these smaller regional schools, and right. especially when you know your school is kind of known for football, you're trying to get the best recruits out of that area. Like my school, for instance, and the one mm-hmm. closest to us, Lufkin, who. I think the year I graduated from high school, they may have won the big 5A championship, I want to say, in football. So it was like a whole thing. Like at that point, everybody in the area was like just back the pack at that point. Right, 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 Um, right. So you have that thing where then the schools around us and where I am, you get the big names. Like, for instance, I graduated at the top of my class and I went to University of Texas Everybody probably ranked two out of the people ranked maybe two through 15, 10 of those people went to Texas A&M, which would be the opposing school. But that is, I mean, 
So and that would and that would be considered our school would be considered kind of like a pipeline to Texas A&M as far as football is concerned. That's kind okay. of East Texas. That's kind of where recruits go. But on a bigger scale, they get them from these larger schools where it is literally, you know, football is God. If you're playing football, you're starting. You you know, everyone knows you. People are giving you free dinners and letting you kiss their baby. It is very like varsity blues vibes. That is, uh, which is funny because I live in Midland now, and if you are familiar with West Texas, which probably most of you are, because why would you be? <laughs> terrible yeah. things. So I'm glad you're not familiar, but it's <laughs> water. But also Permian Basin or Permian School, Permian Odessa is 13 miles up the road. So much like there's a Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, there is a there is a Midland-Odessa, Midessa, not Modessa. Modessa. Yeah. So yeah, but that school over there, or Permian um, Odessa is the school that is that is centered around varsity blues and booby miles, but we'll have to get into that. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. You specifically, I guess is not a, it's a division one school. So they basically are on the playing field with like the university of Texas, the, you know, your university of Miami's all these big schools that you see playing on television. Normally the big televised games, those are division one games. Um, so you have Division Two, Division Three. Those are much smaller schools. Um, so SMU, at the time of all of this that we're going to talk about, was considered a Division One school, um, and they were, I mean, really good for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I guess when you think about it, really, it's like how does such a small school get? So how are you able to get recruits to commit to be there when there are so many other places they could go instead? So I wonder why nobody was like, that's odd until like much later. <laughs> because in my mind, when I think Texas football, SMU is not where it goes. It's really one of the right. smaller schools. It's right in line because it's, and it's Methodist University. Like it's like saying you went to Texas Christian TCU or you go to Rice. They're private schools. They're expensive as shit. Mostly mm-hmm. white people go there. <laughs> I feel like anytime like God has something to do with like the name of your school, like like it's probably, God is not. You know, God is in the name of the school, and then God don't be blessing the football team to be good. And I like, don't know, you know, like why, like in a pay, we'll find out here that not only does he not do that, that they have to pay for those blessings instead, like because well, God ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> Depending okay. on what time you show up at, that seems on par. So maybe we're mistaken. <laughs> okay. I, Penrose is trying to get in here. And here's the thing. And while you were fucking talking, because he's so I, I love I love my brother so much, y'all. But like he instead of texting, he sends me a video. I can't watch this video while I'm on like live, like he trying to. Send to- us a video. Oh, yeah, right, because you're here, too, because you saw it. And I'm like, I can't listen to this. Like, I'm also Half the time he plays videos, I'm looking at the video, and I'm at work, and they're like, are you talking to somebody in your office? And I'm, I'm like. I'm not. No, I'm talking to someone who doesn't want to type. It's okay. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting there looking, like, confused, and they're like, yeah, we could hear. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> My bad. I'll turn the volume down a little. So sorry. Which also, guys, we'll talk about this some off the air. But my pod, my coworkers found out that I have a podcast. So they found out about yours. Both of them. Oh shit! 
I was going to be like, oh, that's okay. Like if they found out about the other one. No, they found out. <laughs> they found out about the one where we say nigga. Oh, okay. <laughs> Woo, this truly is delicious. Okay. <laughs> Woo. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into this shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so um, what what year are we talking about? Because I because this is I know they got this is like in the well I guess we can talk about them in general. Like they kind of sucked up until the fucking like end of the seventies, right? Basically, pretty much. <laughs> like pretty much. I mean, there's not really there's not much background story before we get into the like much. There's not that much background history before we actually get into the story of them. Um, they were kind of like a shitty ass fucking football team. And shitty here, ass yeah, shitty ass. Hi, here's the thing. We need you here. Cause like, not only did you pick this, but like, I am struggling. <laughs> we're here. So yes, we're so, here. Hey like, guys. So, that's generous. <laughs> So I guess the 70s is where this kind of all starts because we have Coach Ron yes. Meyer who kind of had the aggressive recruiting strategy is about where this Leo. starts. Yo. So yes, Ron, Ron Meyer. So because Ron was like, we need to turn the, the football culture around here. So he starts getting very aggressive with the marketing campaign. He doing TV stints, come to the games, show up. We finna show the fuck out, which that's not quite what happened for, in the beginning. They just had he's dressed. He's dressed like a man who's been shooting craps at the crap tables all night. Um, everywhere he goes, he's wearing like a two to three piece suit. Like uh, he's 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 very fly on you niggas. Is what I'm trying to explain. Bob, Bob Meyer was the Bob Meyer was like the Alan Thick of that time. Black yeah, trusted this white man. You know I'll give it. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So yeah, so he's he's fucking on TV. He's absolutely doing the most. Like he's doing the most. Um, and then are we? Uh, is this one Eric? Are we talking about Eric? Well, can we bring in Eric and Craig yet or no? I don't see why not. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, guys. So <laughs> people, when people mentioned S and M, or I mean the way they the way they penalized them kind of was torture, girl. But that's not <laughs> that's not what I meant. S- I I okay. SMU. <laughs> Full disclosure, we <laughs> started an hour ago and I've already been drinking. Like, I don't know. Anyway, SMU, guys. People, when people mention their name, like, people would say, oh, that's the best team money can buy, right? Like, them niggas was like so, the Lakers of fucking, they was the Lakers and the Yankees of the college world of that time. Like, yeah. Yeah, true shit. But it was, it was like, since, since I'm coming in and we, when we, just we're problem. just starting. We're just starting. But I was giving some background. We're good. Yeah, we're good. I, I already know. So I just want to throw in. I'm gonna let you do your thing. But I think one thing I just want to highlight, and I'm I'm not saying you wouldn't get to it, but when you look at at Texas, and of course we all know the folklore of tech, uh, football surrounding Texas, but you look at what Dallas was at that time and how it began to blow up. 
it's almost as if the and you know i mean i'm not from texas so i didn't i didn't never see this part it's almost as if these football teams were not only representing the state and just representing college but this shit was more built around niggas bullying each other in Dallas on a very 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 high financial level yeah and it boils down board billionaires absolutely exactly I mean, that's essentially how the rest of the world works. Board billionaires are bored, and they just they make the rules for the rest of us. At the base of the biggest motherfucking football scandal ever. Well, that would be anybody that is from Dallas in the seventies and eighties know that we were experiencing a boom. That a lot of that is from um, oil. Uh, Right. It was like literally like all of the like cliche things that people say about Texas that's how <laughs> Dallas was looking in the 70s and 80s literally the the what is it the the soap opera literally the the, the primetime show Dallas it, that was that was exactly what it is with the, the Ewings and that that was prime white people oil bearing 80 shit like <laughs> it was running around a team right Three piece suits like our boy Ron, and that was just the culture. And it was a big ass pissing match, and motherfuckers was pissing down each other's backs and telling each other it was raining and shit. It was wild times, much like our Kelly was like in our other analogy. (laughs) See, Um, see, see. Anyway, but like, yeah, people had like literal longhorns on the front of their cars, and niggas really had ten gallon hats. It was a lot, guys. Like again, from. Me, like, I've never experienced stuff like that, like, up close and personal. So, like, that's insane for me. Like, <laughs> you see a nigga throw some horns up where we're from. It means a totally different thing. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I, I, I will say that you, you'll have to come visit and we'll have to go to, uh, we'll have to visit my alma mater at a, a game. <laughs> we'll have, Please. we'll have. We'll have to do the full immersion into Texas football culture. You'll 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 get what Please. you you'll get the stuff of, of imagination. <laughs> I, I really hope so. Like I'm really like I'm very excited. Like okay, so well, while we're talking about Dallas, also during this time, the fucking Cowboys were that team, right? So like how like there was so much pressure like if you ever picked up a football at that time in Dallas, like it was so much pressure on you to good. be. You gotta be good, like you gotta be good, because Dallas, because the Cowboys are good, right? Everything like every did we, you know, it was like now Dallas is like the jewel of Texas, right? Everybody, everything has to be great and beautiful and special, and SMU was like, bet, okay, all right. (laughs) So, uh, I'm there. What we find out is he was like, you know what? Um, He starts trying to recruit. You know, he's like, I need a better recruiting class. And he's like, how can I get motherfuckers to skip over major programs to come and hang out here with me on the outskirts of Dallas, not even the good part of Dallas, with a bunch of white people at a Methodist university and play football here? Hmm. And then he sat on it, thought on it for a while. Then he thought on it for a while. And then the Lord came to him because it is a Methodist university. It is a Methodist university. And Jesus whispered, open your purse. <laughs> Listen, if anybody knows anything about football, <laughs> just the fact that when they went and got Eric Dickerson, and <laughs> I'm sorry, that's what happened. I promise. <laughs> 
But that's true shit. Go ahead. That's, Sorry. I mean, that, that is true shit. That's exactly what happened. And I, I think, the, the, like a lot of people, I think, took from this documentary, I'm, I'm assuming, just because I've seen how, how it got reviewed, people liked it, but a lot of people took negative from it in the sense of, oh my God, I can't believe they were doing this. Me personally, I'm like, that shit gangsta as fuck. Like, listen, <laughs> like, you literally are going to high school kids and Eric Dick, when they went and got Eric Dickerson, he he already had the Trans Am from a and And everybody knew that that's what that The meant. gold Trans Am. Let's gold. be clear. You know it's saying? like gold, nigga. Like, gold. he pulled up. He pulled <laughs> And people thought he was already, uh, he was already committed to them. Exactly. And it was like, when you see things like that happen, and I forgot the safety that played for them. He said when they when they went and got him, they gave him SMU off, put twenty thousand in his face. And he said he looked at it for thirty seconds and was like, "Coach, that ain't nearly enough." Yeah, everybody <laughs> was doing this. Everybody was, they, and that, and I think that just the was thing. doing it on a level that was gorgeous right. as fuck. Were were they being picked on? Is that what it was? Were, I, um, no. You want to know why? Because everybody was doing it. I don't, I don't think, think that they were picked on. They were just very blatant. Because the thing about it is, is that when you get caught doing something like that, generally you you, you take a breather, right? Like you get mm-hmm. caught doing some shit like that. They start sniffing around. You know what it could be. You back the fuck up. You get a little bit more discreet with what you're doing. They but just left the discreet. They, they didn't. It never yeah. got discreet. It got less discreet. The only thing Y'all saw how your boy Ron was dressed. Like, there's nothing discreet about him. He came from UNLV. He came from Vegas. He just came from the fucking slot machines. Like, he don't have time. There's no discretion. Like, I need better niggas if I'm going to be here. Uh, <laughs> <they can laughs> take this and go get them. Like, some dice, pushed all the chips in, and then got in his car and left. Like, he was left. like, ooh. But at the same time, what's funny though is when you really think about like how the sanctions happen and all that. Again, you get the number one and number two running back in the country to go to the same college in their freshman year. Making sense. You know what I'm saying? You go from being a story franchise in what the forties and the fifties and probably mid sixties and the seventies and shit, you trash. You know what I'm saying? And in mm-hmm. the eighties we all know what football, college football was better than the NFL. Like when, when Duke said that on the documentary, I was like, fuck you. Like the and it absolutely was. Absolutely. College football was way better than the NFL. And it so was. to be in a power, and then when you think about the conferences, so a lot of people don't understand conferences. And for the people that do, y'all know that the conferences we have now have not always been what they are. So for mm-hmm. the niggas to have the Southwest Conference and for eight out of the nine schools to be in one fucking state, you think about what recruiting really means in your state. And for Eric Dickerson and Craig James to uh, come out of that state and go to the same school, is, is, is again, is for me, it's like, like you said, it was blatant. And, I, and so to answer your question, Chris, I don't want to say they were getting picked on either. Because if you think about it, as much as they were in their face with it, and that one nigga blunt, he all, every time they brought him up, I thought about Littlefinger from uh, Game of Thrones. Any fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. As much so- as they was in, hold on, wait, real quick. As much as they was in niggas' faces, nothing ever happened until somebody snitched. If you think about it. So, no, they weren't getting Yeah, paid. oh, I can't wait till we talk about this, man. So, um, yeah, so, uh, 
after uh, after Mr. Craig and Mr. Eric and in, in the Gold Trans Am situation, so they lose um, to BYU in that game, mm-hmm. their bowl game. So right after this, this is when we get like the first set of probation, like sanction shits going on with yeah. SMU. So for those of you who aren't familiar with the story, just keep in mind that I'm saying the first stuff because before they put the nails in the coffin, they had many, many warnings and instances where they could have just cut the shit like they was doing so much that they that the fucking council had to have an emergency meeting do you hear what i'm trying to tell you that's what makes this story so (laughs) we'll get there also let me i just want to put some some emphasis on this byu game these niggas had the best team in the league and were nine and one and lost to a nigga who killed a 21 point deficit in two minutes like that's all that was left in the game. So they were leading, lost by one, and we're leading by three touchdowns at the late, deep in the fourth quarter. I yeah. only put that emphasis on because, as BJ just said, they had already been warned. So as we progress after this game, and you see what happened after this game, <laughs> for the niggas to keep going. Sheesh. So they find out about the, the violations, right? Obviously, a nigga's driving a gold Trans Am. Some shit is gonna get asked about. So they were like, and again, like you said, they was like, so you got both of these running backs to just come here, here. They didn't want to go to Texas or Texas A&M. They didn't want to go to Texas Tech. They didn't want to go to Rice. Nope. They didn't want to go. Nope. They wanted to come there. You're telling me those this people. This is the place for me. Now, remember, though, <laughs> Eric Dickerson only went there because his grandma said stay in Texas. And he said the recruiter from Texas was on some dumb shit. I believe that yeah. sounds right, but still, he was. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure Grandma could have went right across the line to Oklahoma and went that far. So we're not going to speak about that. that. <laughs> um, we don't speak about them here. Thank you so much. God bless. This is a. I do apologize. We simply will not be doing that. I'm so sorry. I know you're. I know you don't live in my house, but this is a, this is a Texas Longhorns house. This is an extended house. This is the home. We don't do all of that. I don't know what that is. Oh wow! As long as you respect the Wolverines, the same. That's fair. That's fair. I don't. I'm Michigan State. Who? I don't know anything about that. Ohio State. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about that. Go, go Wolfpack. I don't. I don't know. I'm just over here on my own. Just go Wolfpack. <laughs> <laughs> we love you too. Just okay. We 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 we, 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 we Yeah, that's why I went to school. We were they have the they have the best journalism school, one of the best journalism school in the country. What's the name? Came out. It was the NFL player came out of Nevada. Um, fuck. Damn, I Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick came out of Nevada. Is that who it was? Yes. Yes. Really? <laughs> somebody else. <laughs> Really? Sorry. All right. Anyway, SMU. They got a. They got a. Right. Right. Slap on the wrist. They lost. Niggas was like, "You done got all these people over here, and some ain't right." But let me tell you what we gonna do. So you know, it. The Trans Am was a bit much, but but but. You guys got your asses beat by BYU, so we're going to let it slide. We're going to give a little slap on the wrist. So they were like, cool, one-year ban from bowl games. Play all you want to, you just yeah. can't be in a bowl game. They were like, you know what? All right. <laughs> I mean, they were all – I don't know if I would have been all just all right, guys. They, their fucking record was real. Like, 
their record was amazing that year. Like, I don't know but, if I would have been all right. But to not, but to only get told that's that's all you're losing is. Oh, I guess I guess it could have been worse, right? Of like course. they didn't lose scholarships, they didn't lose recruits. They literally were like, "You can play, you can still be the championship champions of your class." Not putting your shit on television. You just can't yeah. play the ball game, which yeah. ball game don't mean shit really. <laughs> back yeah. then, especially back then, the only reason what well, it just moved around every year where the actual national championship was played. That was it. Yeah, it's completely it's completely different and not commercial and all these sponsors and shit. You know, it's not the, the you Papa know, John's pizza bowl. <laughs> the fucking 2021 fucking uh Cotton picking field bowl. <laughs> Goodbye, man. Ro- brought to you by Rolex and Chick fil A and shit. Rumble in the desert bowl. I saw that there was a Buffalo Fritos chili bowl and shit. The Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Bowl. Yes, <laughs> yes, the Buffalo Wild Wings. Because it's a way to make money. So these people are just like, now they just like invent shit for these kids to go play in and possibly get hurt. It doesn't even fucking mean anything. The Taco Bell Chalupa Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking Chipotle Burrito Bowl. Like, just everywhere. (laughs) The spinach spinach dip in a sourdough bowl. The Fruit Loop cereal bowl, just whatever. <laughs> this kid's just playing in anything. All the balls. Yeah, the kid's just fucking playing in anything. Dishwashing yeah. bowls in the dishwasher. <laughs> they don't care. Okay. The crazy part about it is, is that it really, we say all that to say that they really, they don't mean anything. They don't. <laughs> right. They, 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 they don't really mean shit now unless you play for the national championship. So they don't mean shit really now. The ones, especially right. the ones we're talking about, but they certainly <laughs> didn't mean shit then. Like you could be in any of them; it didn't fucking matter. It didn't matter. People just go for a gift bag. They be giving niggas Rolexes at these shits. Like, listen, I know somebody that never played. Somebody that played as a walk on at, at UT, and this motherfucker didn't play a goddamn snap the whole time he was on there. He had all kind of Xboxes and Rolexes and shit from playing <laughs> in those goddamn ball games. So I'm just saying, <laughs> it's fantastic <laughs> to go to, but it ain't about <laughs> shit. The boys come for the fucking gifts. I got it. Listen, I okay. tell you what, I, listen, if they would like me to try to pretend to kick some field goals in an attempt to have a Rolex. <laughs> I too could wear I would I wear too I would like that. an Xbox. I too. PlayStation. I too. Fucking. I too. You better not take me to the White House and give me fucking Burger King. I too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't. So they come back. Oh, God. If it was Burger King, it was McDonald's. It was McDonald's. VJ, wasn't that our episode where we were talking about that? Was where, where they went where they went and got McDonald's at the White House? The football oh, team? Oh, yeah. They did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Like, not like not quarter pounders on the platter, though. Like, on, on China. Like, <laughs> um, so, they end up still winning the championship. Like, they were ranked yeah. fifth. They like, didn't even go to the bowl game. They were like, cool. Don't nobody care. And so Meyer is like, you know what? This was real cute. Thank you guys. Um, now that I've done all this, <laughs> uh, I'm going to head out. So he dipped on the asses to go coach the Patriots. So good for him. I don't know if that worked out in his favor, but you know. It didn't. I don't think. I mean, <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, he was there. 
Yeah, but they uh, – so the last game that they played was versus Arkansas, and they dubbed it the polyester ball. And that's 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 the game that they won, and they felt good about that. And well, that's, it, it still gave them the the conference championship without yeah. playing in a conference championship. It was trash the right. way they treated them, right? But I like and then they, I like that they called it that. Yeah, and then Ron did the snagglepuss and exit stage left and shit. I mean, and then they brought what in you, what happened? I was gonna say, what do you do, stay or like? Because going to the Patriots at that time was not like the big up. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so then, is it the question that you say? I think it really no. is just they they he offered him a job with probably more money, and he was he like, you know what? He, "This will work." He knew this shit because you got to think about it. If they're going to, the more we find out, the more when you watch this documentary, the more you find mm-hmm. out. At that time when he left. He knew what we found out 20 minutes after this. <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He was like deep. Yeah, I think he I think he just knew that the jig was up and that they weren't going to be able to hide for too much longer before someone noticed. And he was like, yeah, never mind. Thanks, guys. I I mean, let let us let us forget that he kind of started this snowball here. (laughs) Like he caused a lot of mess that that he just fucking left behind. Is it really mess, though? I mean, if, if it's a snowball at the top of the hill and your ass is at the bottom of the hill and I just push it down the hill, I, I really am free to walk away while you get here. <laughs> I'm going to push it and go. I mean, that's what he did. That's that's a great analogy. And that's exactly down, what Ron did. down the slope and was like, woo, look out below. Because <laughs> he, he was holding it. He was holding it up there. And the <laughs> Patriots was like, oh, but we got this job. He was, snowballs. Like, <laughs> and he was like, oh, my God, I love snowballs. Let me go. And then he just let go, and it just started rolling. So he left, and then in comes OG Bobby Collins. I like how you put that. OG Thank Bobby. you. Listen. <laughs> oh, shit. Listen. What makes this OG Bobby me, Collins. Go ahead. Yep. I'm going to let y'all get to it, but the, what makes this funny to me is when you come from up north, the stereotype when we grew up is anything in the south was hillbilly. Mm-hmm. So to hear some Texas niggas say, that <laughs> this hillbilly coming from Mississippi, we thought he was gonna be uh, wearing cowboy hats and driving pickup trucks. I was like, "Damn, that's fucked up." Because that's what we stereotypically just thought of north back in the day. I don't know. That's, that shit was just funny to me about the whole. Side. I think people up north think anything that ain't up north or east or the west is some hillbilly shit. Like, <laughs> like so everything. To. Everything, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. In the we, used 90s, to. we used to, not now. Yeah, really not now. Yeah, yeah. beautiful places. We get it. Yeah. True shit. True but, shit. Yeah, but definitely, yeah. when we were younger, we definitely just saw every, uh, everywhere. I didn't just say. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you know, OG Bobby Collins came in, and he came in. You know when when a nigga divorces his first wife, and his second Goodbye. wife come in, and she thinks shit about to be sweet, and it is sweet, and then it ain't. But where you gonna go? <laughs> <laughs> OG Bobby Collins came in like, hey, hey y'all, I'm just here to play, I'm just here to coach some football, okay? So everybody huddle up in football. Hey guys, I just want to do some football. And then everybody's like, and then he's just like, are you 
Are you niggas cheating? What? <laughs> I mean, I think I truly think like that nigga really thought he was just coming in to coach stuff. Like he thought that they had straightened out everything in 8182. And I think that he's like really truly he came in like, all right, y'all, like huddle up. And it was like, mm, I didn't get my check yet. <laughs> And again, think about. Think and he's about, like your check. Like, think about the times. Think about the again the difference in conferences. Because I want to say, ain't that part of Mississippi in the Bible Belt or close to it or some shit like that? So if you really think about where that man came from and not being involved in any kind of scandal, and then you get there, you're right. He probably yes. Like, right, he man. literally <laughs> came here with his little chalkboard because they have whiteboards back there, or his little fucking uh, steno pad, and he was like really like. Like, all right, y'all, let's do some football. And they was like, mm. he and everywhere he looked, like every he's like, hey, is it football in here? Cheating? Is it football in here? Cheating? Like every door he opened, like they was not doing football and they was just cheating. Like, God bless him because it's one of those things where you have to keep in mind where only uh you know you know big big soup Bob was the one was running around there. You know, he was the head of everything, but it wasn't like the assistant coaches were not meeting people. They were passing out money. Right. The coaches were passing out money. The ringleader left. The rest of the people already know how to run the organization. They don't give a fuck. Right, right. right. They're already right. there. Like, right. Think about it, too. They was like, just no don't tell what. him, but we're going to keep doing right. this. Right. <laughs> yeah. No matter what happens with any kind of money when it comes to college football, the boosters know about everything. <laughs> so... They ain't making you ain't making no money without the booster. So of course, like they was already hip. They like, oh Bob left. Oh no, we still got the formula. Then. We still got yeah, the exactly. Thing. They're gonna keep that fucking. They're gonna keep that fucking machine running. But there's a there's a still in the documentary that shows like, and I know it don't have nothing to do with it, but it just made me feel like it did when Bobby OG Bobby Collins is on the fucking sidelines and he like he goes like this like on the ground and I was like yo that's the moment he said yo these niggas is really cheating <laughs> <laughs> but now the part I feel like should be emphasized at this point is when when we see Bob leave they it's like they they suddenly usher in the fact that not only are you Wait, you talking about Ron or Bobby? No, I, I mean my yeah, my bad. Okay, when he yeah, left yeah. and Collins comes. You hear the narrator or uh, uh, one of the dudes talking, and they kind of usher in the fact very subtly, as if we should have already known it. That not only are they, you know, giving money to the parents and the kids and fifty thousand, hundred thousand, whatever, but literally at this time, there are payroll checks being cut on a weekly basis. <laughs> For these kids, there are contracts signed with high school children's parents. Yeah, and it's like these niggas had a whole NFL franchise. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like yeah, like they really did. They really did. Like, and I think they said that the monthly payments are ranging or weekly payments is ranging from like fifty to seven hundred fifty dollars. Like, I'm if I'm a fifty dollar kid, I'm mad. Like. What is happening? Those are kids that they're just kind of putting the feelers out for, right? Like they're yeah, paying yeah, them yeah. 50 bucks, but it's like, here, kid, go get yourself some sneakers. Here, kid, go get yourself some right. Is this right. it's putting feelers out like, yeah, we'll take care of you over here. Just keep playing well. We'll be back to talk to you some more. So right. the better you play, the closer it gets time for you to graduate, then them payments escalate. Cause now no, we got we talking about the weekly payments when them niggas was already on the team. 
Yeah. Well, then I mean, I guess that means you don't play. If somebody giving you fifty dollars, well, means- damn it! Like, <laughs> this, these are the only niggas with a backup kicker, I guess, because that's the only person I see getting paid. Dollars. I wouldn't be mad. Shit, if I was. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I feel like if I'm a kicker, I just I hear what you guys are saying. I just feel like if I'm a kicker, I gotta like make sure I don't like walk fast. I gotta make sure I I, like keep my like my kicking leg good. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like that's worth more than fifty dollars. Like, when other niggas get seven fifty, you I guess I'm going to this school. <laughs> yeah, walking around calling yourself golden hip and shit. Like, yeah, like, you're, 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 I'm a fucking, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna frame my, I'm gonna get my shit insured like JLo and shit and get it like framed and taken around with me. Like, yo, like, I can't be like, I can't be walking fast, y'all. Like, <laughs> this is a award winning hip. This is an insured. <laughs> I gotta make sure I could. This kicker, you know, this foot, shit. this foot, it's, 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 it's worth, it's worth more than $50. I'm gonna show right. it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, sorry, turkey, turkey, uh, turkey leg hut. I'm coming in with these open toes. <laughs> what's this? <laughs> Yo, so, very on the subject, but way off the subject. What y'all think about uh, thigh stop? I I don't. I, I'm not sure how I, I feel. I'm interested, but not enough to have actually gotten any. The other day, yeah, because I, I don't stuff. mind a chicken thigh. So I'm just, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, as an adult, like I appreciate a good thigh now. Like, but I'm also like, do I want a like a, a fucking Cajun a, rub of chicken? <laughs> what is that? Right. Like, and I'm then like chicken thigh. I do a baked one with like a, a good seasoning, but it's like, do I really want a Korean barbecue chicken? Like, <laughs> <laughs> do I really want a garlic parmesan chicken yeah. thigh? But like, and also like, are they seasoning the meat? I feel like they not like they're now, not pro- the chicken wings easy to season because it's like right there. You feel me? Like the other day I was in there and I, somebody had already told me they was gonna be doing this and I was like, no, nah, I don't believe it. Yeah, I was yeah. In there the other day and I ordered and waiting. You know that shit take a minute. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm like, the fuck is that nigga picking up? That ain't wings. And he it's was tossing that shit and you, and you can see it flipping. I mean, they was already cooking thighs, but it was about two weeks ago. Like I guess they. Was I feel like. Fun. See, and I feel like I'm from Wingstop. I'm still gotta order them. I still gotta order them fry hard because I don't trust these niggas. Like, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, how do you tell somebody to fry a thigh a thigh hard? Like, are hard? They- like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't do the fry hard. Cause it's the same. Like, if I go to a, I'm from Chicago. Place, like, I like people. my chicken cooks, nigga. Like, yeah, but I mean, if if they black, I already know they not they black. Know. Nah, I'm saying black people that work. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This Wingstop up the block. Trust them at the wing stop, but the other way, I wait and watch. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. It's just like you got to season the whole chicken thigh. When you cook a wing, I bite into it. If you just toss I, the outside and sauce, we good. It's I'm fine with the skin. But eventually, I'm getting all the meat and the skin at the same time. Right, eventually, right, I'm just gonna have meat. Gonna be no skin. It's gonna be unseasoned meat. Exactly. Anyway, so my bad. Exactly. Maybe I gotta go. I gotta find some. Oh, the one I went to the other day had black people in it. I might go back there. <laughs> I'm you, the one out of black, it's like three black. And then, do you go with a dry people. rub or a wet sauce? Like, I think a dry rub, like on a, a wing stop. I'm on a wing stop. Like, again, wing stop. we're not talking about we're cooking, like, 
We're talking about we about to tr- trust our chicken thighs with someone else. Like, so look, if 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 I'm doing okay, the wing stop flavors. If I'm doing a thigh, I'm. Getting... I feel like which wing stop would give me a salt and vinegar? Like, uh, what I feel you like you just got to go with something dry just to test them. Just I got to see what it is. That part. That part. Every cook, literally at every now, place, is Hispanic. And, and I'm here. Wrong. Oh, that's like the Chinese the restaurants at home. Ninety percent of the restaurants <laughs> around here is a Spanish cook. Like, don't get me wrong. If it's mm-hmm. like now somewhere else, I ain't gonna lie. Because I worked in this industry a lot of fucking years. If I come to your restaurant and like ninety percent of your kitchen ain't Spanish, I'm probably not eating it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's like a concept restaurant, or like or a different kind, a different yeah, yeah. But if it's a chain restaurant and ninety percent yeah. kitchen made Spanish blood, nah, we out. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we in okay. about these? People? I was gonna say okay. Back Where to the business. Okay, <laughs> so Bobby Collins, you niggas is cheating. Oh, okay. Then we get introduced to Sherwood E. Blunt and the E stands for ego and also equity, my nigga, because he <laughs> is invested, nigga, because he's invested. This, this is the nigga that remind me of Littlefinger in my fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> he he's he's got those piercing white man eyes, like, and I was like, is this Prince Charming? Like, I don't know what's happening. First of all, a nigga named Sherwood Blunt. <laughs> right, or are you Damien? First of all, let's just go with that. Sherwood Blunt wasn't expecting to see a white man. Don't know what I was expecting. Wasn't expecting. It was not someone with a feather in his hat. I, I think. I knew. Okay. Even even the first time when I heard it before they showed this picture. You said a white be, person. The only reason I just knew it was gonna be white. Don't get me wrong. The name didn't do it. It was the time. There was no way. Listen, if there would have been an Afro-headed black man that popped up on the screen. With a feather in his hat. Somebody and then you Sherwood E. Blunt got, got this, nigga. I cried. <laughs> I was expecting a nigga with goldfish in his, his shoes, nigga. Like. <laughs> With Esquire at the end of his name. <laughs> That's the E stand for Esquire. Like, like Shaft Esquire. Yeah, like it's what we were expecting. <laughs> and he had that fucking picture on that cover of that magazine like Jordan. These people are so like you have to watch y'all. These countries are so fucking ridiculous. It's like everybody is ridiculous. Like I know we say that a lot, but Dallas in the it was the eighties were a ridiculous time in America. Dallas was just extra ridiculous. These people were all ridiculous. Everybody. Oh God. So Sherwood had mad money invested in this shit. He was basically, he was the nigga that was funding the, all of these checks that was being cut, basically. Or one of them. It was well, a bunch of them. He was well, a, well, like, a booster, they got, right? They're a booster. And basically, these motherfuckers had a slush fund. They had a slush fund yeah. for a fucking college football team. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Outside of the slush fund, they had contractual agreements and everything. That's, that's what I'm saying. It was money coming from everywhere. And at the end of the day, that's, that's again, that's what, fuck, the, fuck the college aspect of it. Not yeah. fuck it, but what was beautiful was think about it. When Nick Saban first left LSU, he went to Miami, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that nigga was in Miami for what? Less than two years, I think. And hightailed his ass back to the to the college world. 
And I remember having a conversation with my father because everybody was like, oh, Nick Saban can't handle it. He's a bad coach. And my father was like, that dude is not a bad coach. And I said, well, explain. He said, son, in the NFL, they got money. They 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 can pretty much dictate where they going to play and how shit going to go. It's a different politics. He said, when you in college and you got the most money, <laughs> don't think you can dictate the way shit goes. Exactly. Don't think you can have the best have of everything. Exactly. You can have the best kids from all over the country. <laughs> you can promise their mamas the BMW. You can pay them five grand a week to come there and fucking make sure they catch the goddamn ball. <laughs> and help their dad find a job and shit like right. that. Right. The NFL, you they they gonna get paid regardless. Like, don't give a fuck with what you got to say. They I'm sure they like mm-hmm. winning, but at that point it's it's about monetary gain and let me get the best contract for my family and then get out of this mm-hmm. bitch without CTE. So Stephen right. wasn't able to manipulate the NFL teams like he could the college world. When you mm-hmm. the second high think about it, you're a college coach and you're the second highest paid person in the fucking state. What the fuck are we talking about? Of course, college football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, come on. Man. We, we really love our football here. It's very serious. Very serious. So serious. So, so this season ends, um, and Bobby ends up settling for a tie with Arkansas, um, which was I thought was kind of whack. Yeah, well, you, whack. Take you can get. <laughs> He takes no, and, and, and again, when we're talking about the 80s and, and, what, and what games really meant, then you don't go for no fucking time. Well, yeah, that's that's how I feel. It's like, that go harder, go home. I yeah, exactly. Like, why didn't you? I, I feel like you ain't that felt like you ain't believing them, and yeah. like you're paying them enough to have to believe to be able to I, believe in them. I feel like somebody in his family had told him they bet the wrong way, and Bobby was like, fucking, I'm. I, I care about my nephew and his wife. They just got me. Make sure his pockets don't get fucked up. We're going to take this time. Because like, yeah, who was betting against them niggas? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Why would you take a time? Why would you even take that chance? That's a loss that people would have understood. I thought so. Like, because it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. The bands are off, and I just thought it would have, you know what I'm saying? Like, Let's go. anyway. Right. Anyway, so um, now this is the part where we kind of. <laughs> right. So now we're at the part where we kind of get introduced to like the news war, right? Yeah. Um, so it's Dallas Morning versus Dallas Times Herald. Um, which one is Skip Bayless on? Is he on the, the one Times. of these? The Times? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, of course, just like any other fucking two, these are like the two major ones. There's gonna be fucking rivalries and like niggas one trying to get the fucking scoop first and figure out what's happening, right? right? So apparently the fucking investigation was never ending on SM on SMU. Like they went through the sanctions and shit like that, and then they thought every they, the coast was clear and fucking OG Bobby Collins didn't know what was going on. It was just cheat, 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 cheat all around him and shit. And so the whole time they're still kind of being being investigated, and Dallas Morning and Dallas Times are both trying to like beat each other to fucking like figure out who's all involved and what's happening. All right. Um. What's the? This when we, you're talking about when we meet. This is the time where we meet Stoppage and uh. Oh. And um, I can't remember. Dan, Dan B, 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 B. The offensive lineman. 
Oh, Sean Stopperidge. And the other the one. Snitch, was too, the snitch ass nigga. Or right, Stan, was, who's also a snitch. <laughs> him too. But um, yeah, this is the time where we where we uh meet them. And I feel like just like every great empire, usually it falls because of greed. And if you think about it, this this is this is kind of what happened in the sense of they already got the sanctions. Like when they when everybody was pulling out and they were saying that we need to stop and the governor was involved in all of that shit. And then they uh blunt told them, okay, we can stop. Just not right now because we got contracts. <laughs> we gotta fulfill right. that shit. I'd love to like go straight and narrow, but like the thing is is that I can't because I've already promised these people stuff. this money, and then if I don't pay them, we're gonna have a much bigger problem. We got, we got niggas on another three years. So, on, on well, so we're unfortunately we're stuck because we made them sign paperwork like dumbass. It's, exactly. And so when we so, have the, the investigations happening. Oh, oh, go ahead, my mm-hmm. No, I was gonna say before we get into like how Bill Clements is involved in shit. I just wanted to talk about how much of a loser Sean Stopperidge was. Yes. Like, <laughs> um, because, like, and I'm not saying that, guys, because I thought he was, like, a loser, like, because he snitched or whatever, but he snitched because he was a loser, if that makes right. sense. Does that make sense? Um, he didn't he, go the way he wanted to go, and then he got time Basically. To- <laughs> he fucking, he fucking hurt himself. Playing the playing the playing football, and that shit happens sometimes, and instead of fucking, and he was, like, uh, hopped up on painkillers and shit, trying to fucking play through that shit, but he wasn't fucking ever, ever good at, after that. But, but think about it. This is why I say greed killed them because you still are recruiting this kid. So you mean to tell me nobody told you that you never, you didn't see the tape when this nigga got his knee blown up? This nigga, this nigga ain't never gonna play good. Right. So you and so he, him. yeah, okay, okay, I'll give you that. Stopbridge originally committed to University of Pennsylvania. Right. Um, and so basically the SMU boosters and assistant coaches went to him and were like, Hey, come play here. We'll give you money. And so he agrees to basically renege on his um, commitment to play at university of Pennsylvania and comes to SMU. And so whatever, I don't even know. So I don't know if maybe they thought because Pennsylvania was going to take him that he would be a good recruit because I'm like you, somebody knew this nigga's knee was fucked up. Well, not excuse me, nigga, but I'm I'm just saying there's no way that you don't see a person hurt their knee and he's a top recruit, and there's no recruiting chatter about the fact that he may not be a hundred percent like I, I just don't believe that. I'm so sorry. I, I just I don't believe that with the amount of money and shit at stake when these people are recruiting, they know everything the fuck about you. They know if you're gonna be a liability before they start offering you money. Thank so they gave him money knowing that he had a fucked up knee. Like, what if I don't okay. <laughs> I, that when one you I really, didn't need him. You didn't even need this kid. You didn't. Like, need, I, you didn't I really need didn't him. get that one. Like, is it just they didn't want him to go to Pennsylvania? Like, I don't even get. Like, did you just and not want him to go to the University of Pennsylvania? That's what I think it was. They were so <laughs> used from the time you get Eric Dickerson, which I don't want to jump back. But one thing that they did say when they introduced Eric Dickerson was to be the number one athlete in the country in the Texas. Of Texas at that time. That shit meant. And so when you have this nigga. He's the number one player and also the number And one Craig player. James and Lance, a.k.a. Chef Curry with the football. Come on, man. And like, so you didn't really need these niggas. Yeah, that legacy is well. By that time, what? They was probably Julius Dickerson was probably about to go to the NFL. When this Just about, because this would have, because uh, he would have been a part of the 83 recruiting class. So that's, yeah. Exactly. 
So they would have kind of they would have been looking for people to replace what they had. But I just don't yeah. see why he was he exactly. But I, did. yeah, I didn't I didn't quite understand that. Because and shout out, shout out to them for like letting these niggas graduate before this shit came crashing down. Like, no, nah, so what's the name just left? Because I'm talking about Eric and it's about Eric and like Eric and Craig and them. I think they got their degrees later. Probably so. Okay. Um, yeah. so here's the they thing about this Stockbridge. So they cut his ass because motherfucker was, you know, like whatever. It's like he was just broke down and high on painkillers, you guys. They're being nice. He was so a fucking loser and he was yeah, so fucking he had a bum ass knee and he was on fucking painkillers all the time. So they cut him. <laughs> and yeah, he didn't so like he that. Back to Pittsburgh and is trying to like play at Pitt and they were and they were like, what? Like, <laughs> excuse me. And Have his family. Scholarship? And his family and his family was like was talking mad trash about SMU and they were fucking egging on the situation as well. And then he goes and fucking goes and bees in this snitch. And that's now, this but look guys. though, and this this is the scary side of those contracts because as much beauty as we hear when you hear any of these story type stories, and you hear the Fab Five, you hear about SMU, you hear about certain things that may or may not have happened at Maryland or fucking Louisville. You hear about the glory part. And when you do hear about the scandal, you only hear about the colleges and what they have to go through. Mm -hmm. I only bring that up to say, this is the scary side and and sometimes unfortunate side of those contracts because that school is still going to protect themselves. So even if I am paying this kid, I'm paying you for your services. Your service, so, so now I got your dad a job, we got you that apartment. We paying this, we paying that. Your services don't work anymore. We're not paying this lease on this apartment no more. We don't care if your dad loses his job again. You see what I'm saying? That's not our problem. All of this shit kind of stemmed from, but but it was legal in in the illegal fucking fashion that it even was. Mm-hmm. And even in, I mean, but that's even an argument that could be made about kids that play on scholarship now, right? Like if you blow your knee out playing and can't play anymore. You know, like you're fucked. I mean, you may not even be able to afford to go to school there on your right. on your own. So now, That's what right. do you? Because these people have promised you right. an education on the the idea that you are going to that you're going to be able to play, here and you can't play anymore. Yeah. That, I mean, that could potentially be your whole future, and it's shitty. But I think that is the price that these kids play. So you know, pay. So I, I am glad that they are at least now able to profit somewhat on their likeness because, goddamn, like they were leaving some of these poor kids destitute off an injury you know like shit your family still you know they pay your medical bills but then you have lingering effects and you still need to see a chiropractor and you walk down steps wrong at your house two years later and now you need fucked up again they're not paying those bills not at all what was that movie with Derek luke where he played booby miles who blew his knee out we seen what happened friday night lights not booby miles but um that's friday night lights and booby miles yeah but um yeah so this happened this was all around the, the Sean Stoppard shit caused the second band right um after he went and snitched on everybody and said all that shit um and so they were not allowed to have and this is where it got a little bit more strict right I think we, this, we could say yeah they weren't 85 and so they had no like 85 right that year and right. then they were only given 15 scholarships for 80 the next year right. right 
they received the two-year postseason ban for those two seasons as well as a complete ban from live television all of 1986. Right. So that is shitty. <laughs> that is shitty, especially when you are looking at ad revenue, you're looking at being able to have people watch this team on television and say, oh, I would like to go there. This looks like a big time place, this, that, and the third. So that tends to hamper recruiting. When I can't offer you money to come here, you can't play for a national championship and nobody's mm-hmm. going to see you on television. So your NFL draft prospects are going to be like nil. <laughs> they went They went from uh, entering 1985 as third ranked and they fell to like number 16. Easy. Yeah. Like, like, like it almost immediately is like the football club, like almost immediately like was affected by it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, they, the time they didn't have no, uh, they weren't allowed no home games. Wasn't that the same sanction on one of those penalties for the second one? Or am I jumping uh, too far? I yeah, don't I don't think, think it's that one. I think that's one of the other numerous sanctions, not that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's see. Okay, so we mentioned Bill Clements earlier. Um, so he was like the chairman of the board at SMU. He's an SMU dropout. And then we find out he was also a fucking the former fucking governor. Governor, bro. <laughs> He's a fucking oil tycoon. He got an ugly ass laugh. Um, and when all the shit came running, like falling down, he basically was like, like he wagged their fa- his finger at them, right? Because he was, uh, was, wasn't he like trying to rerun or some shit? And then he, and so he didn't want people to be like, oh, well, if this nigga is backing SMU, I'm not fucking voting for them, him, because I don't like that team. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so. Well, because of the yeah. scandal and all of that, yeah. Like, right. It's, it's funny how so many people back in those days, too, for real, felt like that institution was, and you know what I mean? Nobody was cheating. Well, and when I say that, like, especially the casual fan, the fan that didn't even really go to that school, like myself, like, I'm a huge Wolverine fan, right? Never mm-hmm. motherfucker went to that school a day of my life. So at the mm-hmm. end of the day, the insides of it, you really don't see. Even even a college student that goes there might not see it, but they see more than you do, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, those people are the ones that's like, oh, he supports SMU. How? Because my college would do that. Nigga, they're all doing that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But because he understood that that ain't how they was going to look at it. One man threw niggas under the bus. Let's got in the bus go. and drove it himself. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> it was real cute. So this is when they like kick out nine of the boosters and tag them the naughty nine. And of course, your fucking your evil villain Prince Charming, uh, Sherwood E. Blunt, is part of that nine. He is fucking furious. They say He's that was fucking, fucking evil twin. Or he is evil twin. He's livid. Okay. Um, so they get more recruiting by, oh, we just did that one. Um, so, oh, no, no, no. This is the part, right? Where, um, after the naughty nine get kicked out, they get further investigated. The NCAA calls an emergency meeting on these niggas. These niggas had no intentions on meeting before the, whenever. And all of a sudden the the NCAA is like, these niggas is really doing five much over there and we have got to fucking put an end to this. They fucking called the emergency meeting. It was it was in uh eighty five too, right? So this is like damn okay, so remember guys, we just got hit with the violations for eighty five and eighty six, right? We just went over that. And eighty five before the violations could have even been like completely like like carried out. 
these niggas are having an emergency meeting about like creating another rule to stop niggas from cheating. Well, right. here's the thing about th this meeting, right? It's not yes. specifically because of what happened. Oh, no, not, not for SMU. Right, right. Not just, for just for SMU. Like, they're wilding out. And that made them, as when shit like that does happen, they're like, we should probably see what the fuck else has been going on. How long have they been doing this? Mm -hmm. So much as the way, much in the way that police officers do their job after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> or what? That that is what happened here. They 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 were very um reactive and not proactive, and they were like, "Oh shit, looks like they've been doing this for like twenty years." Oh, right. Our bad. It's just not them either. Oh, so <laughs> you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna start shutting down athletic programs. Mm -hmm. we're, gonna, we're gonna do the, the three strikes rule, but two strikes, but not for like people selling drugs in the eighties, but like for football. <laughs> But for football, and basically, no one's gonna go to jail, but you're not gonna play football. <laughs> we're gonna electrocute your football <laughs> team. You're <laughs> not, it's not actually, but figuratively, we're going so to just called basically the death penalty for school. It is, and that's what they gave them, and that's the that's the I called it sudden death because they didn't even <laughs> know nothing about this rule when they were violent when they realized that they were violating it. And so that was very fucked up. Also known as the repeat violator rule. So basically, that's the, that's the real name for it, y'all. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> what this is is if you are found guilty of two major violations within five years, then you could be barred from competing in the sport. And that could be for up to a year or up to two years. It just depends on whatever happens. So, right. for some context, the, the NCAA has only done this twice up to this point. Like, right. They've only, they, yeah, they've only like shut down a season for like two basketball teams. And this was like in the 50s and then like in the 70s. Like, so this has not happened to a bunch of people. Right. right. Um, I think that was the crazy Austin part is people voted on this. And uh -huh. SMU was like, no, nah, we're not feeling yep. no, that don't sound good to us, which obviously it didn't sound good to them. But I will also point out that Houston and the University of Texas were also like, Please don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're, no, it's okay. We'll stop. We're not going to. Don't do that. So I would like to point out it just wasn't SMU. These All these niggas was cheating. <laughs> SMU just got, just, and SMU just got the sudden death. Like, they was out of They fight. were already, yeah. It was. I guess we, we run long because we talk a lot. So I guess we should try to figure out where we can <laughs> tighten this up. Wow. Tighten this up. <laughs> Look, All right. The biggest part about this whole thing, honestly, if we really, because we, if we are going to wrap it up right now or begin to, let me just say something. <clears throat> every, every, your favorite player, your Reggie Bushes, yeah, yeah, Jamarcus Russells, even though he was a fucking bust, yeah, Crash. everybody, your motherfucking Matt Liners, and he ain't even do shit. Crash. Your, Niggas who do, even the niggas who do do shit. Think about, I think that's, think about it. That's why Pete Carroll went to the NFL. Uh -huh. There was too much shit going on in the U.S. Too hot. Block was too hot. He had to get out. He had to get the Very fuck out. That's money, right. Money. These, these, these kids have been getting paid. SMU just did it at a level that was like, fuck you. 
Yeah, they, which if you're going to do criminal activities, there probably shouldn't be a paper trail. So I just don't know that you need to be having children signing contractual agreements to be on the payroll for something that they should be playing for free. That's where shit got a little murky. Like they probably should have not had a paper trail, but probably I get the Stanleys. Is that where we are in this? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of, I just wanted to just state that like, the fuck when you like really break down like the penalties that they got that was fucking crazy um their 87 season was canceled there was no all home this is the all home games in 88 were canceled but they canceled the um, season themselves that season because they was like what the fuck is the point they were allowed to play their seven regularly scheduled away games so that other institutions yeah, wouldn't be financially affected they didn't play them though they they canceled the season themselves like, oh, okay. like it was a lot of dumb well, shit that was up going Yeah, they had a committee. So I think that they ended up canceling the entire 87 season themselves and then they voted to cancel all four of the scheduled home games is what my oh, okay. was. But okay. yeah, they yeah, they they got shut down. So basically the folks just started telling on them. Um <laughs> Yeah, so basically, yeah. The kids started. The kids started coming for it, telling some shit. One kid in particular was named David Stanley. I think he uh -huh. said mom and the dad they was getting paid. Like the whole family was getting paid. Yeah, there might be some side yeah. information. Yeah, Pittsburgh too, right? He was yeah, to go to pick, and they got that nigga yeah. on the SMU. He was another one. Like <clears throat> niggas got the snitching because they wasn't playing well and they couldn't get paid. That's exactly. oh. basically that's what it boils down to. These people that we're talking about are not the people that were playing well and going to the NFL. They're people that got cut. And I will say about the David Stanley kid is that he had a substance abuse problem. Like he had a problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, they, and they really tried to <laughs> like he had almost finished his degree. Like they really tried to kind of work with him and just be like, look, dude, you gotta chill out. And it just right. never he just never chilled. So basically they just lost all their shit because it just kind of came to a head. Like everybody started telling. And then the newspaper battle, I think originally because everybody was like, you're not going to talk shit about SMU like that. The Herald went under, didn't it? Like that newspaper mm -hmm. folded. Yeah. They mm -hmm. lost all that. Everyone pulled their ad revenue. The whole paper folded and it turns out they were right. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they were right the whole fucking time. And somebody lost their whole entire fucking business for printing the goddamn truth. And then SMU was like, oh. Right. Hey, <laughs> so they, yeah. when did football return? What, 89? I believe so. Because I think, I guess I can run down the list of everything that they actually got, these penalties, because this is where the shit got. Oh, started. yeah. That's, that's what I was going to do. Go ahead. But go ahead. Yeah, for oh, sure. Go. Got it. Go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead. I'm. I'm just trying to run, go along. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, I'm drunk, y'all. 87, 88, we talked about that. They couldn't do none of that yeah. shit. Um, the probation that they had, basically, that got extended to like 1990? 1990, yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Then the ban that they currently had, because keep in mind, they were on sanctions before they got the death penalty. So them sanctions didn't even go away. So because those sanctions is they counted those in why they gave them a death penalty. Right. Like they still had to do that shit too. So then the yes. probation that they were on got extended. They had a ban from bowl games and live television. That got extended to 89. 89. Yeah. 55 new scholarships over four years. 
basically they had to like ensure that all the, the nasty nine boosters like they basically it was like a restraining order they were like <laughs> breathe on the smu sign out in front of the school y'all finna have yeah, to have all the with you. like right. um they can not even let anybody go off campus no until had, like 88 i think yeah, they could only have like five full-time assistant coaches instead of the nine. They couldn't have yep. recruiting, no paid visits, like nothing. Like basically they, yeah, they, it was like you came, the people you got here is all you got. Good luck. <laughs> basically, basically. Um, and how have they, how have they bounced back from this? Girl, they didn't. Um, really? <laughs> 2019 was the first time since then that they were ranked, and I think no, what 2015? Yeah, 2015 was the first time I think that till a bowl game, and that's because again we have the all docked up motherfucking bowl every goddamn year, <laughs> so they made a bowl. But 2019 was the first time they had been ranked since then, so they have been shitty. For like twenty, damn it, damn it, what? Yeah, twenty years, forty years. I mean, damn it, 40 it's a years. it's a big it's a big blemish. Yeah, like it's years, in the eighties, about the time years. we were born, so at least thirty. Yeah, years, time yeah. We were 30, 30, yeah. years. I mean, and that's yeah. crazy. I think they they won a bowl game in 09, I think maybe is the last time they even was it 09? I think they beat Hawaii maybe that year. If I'm not mistaken, but yeah, it's like just, I mean, it, it, they just really never recovered. Like it just. But, because I know we wrapping up, what was so beautiful was the day that the NFL announced that the niggas can get paid. SMU got the what, the number, number two receiver, DJ? The number two receiver in the country committed to SMU. The day. The very fucking. That means something. It ain't still going on if it's legal. Yeah, it's now it's legal. On. But it's still going on. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, right? Like, I think it, it, it'll it be interesting to see that whole thing unfold because it's like, really, like, you can say you're paying somebody for their likeness, but are you really? Like, I'm getting you to come here. You haven't played anything yet, but I'm going to pay you for some T-shirts that you might sign later down the road if you come now. So I'm going to give you $5,000 for these T-shirts that we're going to print up later. Like, it's just, I think it's, I'm glad they're paying these children and they deserve that, but it's going to, it's going to be a mess. I, it's going to be some people that don't act right. Of course. Of course. (laughs) the NCAA is, is a crock of shit, and the motherfuckers don't even know what the fuck they talk about anyway. So, they, yeah, it's about to kick off a shitstorm. God bless these kids. Get all the money you can to run. Um, you got like a five year window before they get before they get to trying to rethink that shit and put some uh, some refine that. So, if you're listening, so, kids, get all the money. Really you get can. those degrees. Really get that degree. Get all that money you can get. If Auntie Kathy's Chicken House wants you to be in the low budget commercial on access television, take it. Be in the commercial. Do whatever you got to yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do it. They're going to shut that shit down. About five years. Take everything. Get that degree and run. 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 Everybody. Take degree and run. Um, you were trying to tell you. Um, That's, I mean, that's pretty much can, it. That's basically it. Like, they died and then they came back and they didn't really ever come back. 
Right. Real shit. Like, they, I mean, like it was, was like it. it was like dying. It was like dying a lion and then being reincarnated as like a slug. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like Mufasa coming back. But it's, as it's, one of those juicy ass bugs. <laughs> the billions of dollars that that an owner has in control of the NFL team, it was niggas sitting in boardrooms controlling these colleges. And yep, that's crazy. Remember, guys, we were just telling you last time how niggas was juicing kids in high school. So this is literally the same thing, but making money. Like, <laughs> and shout out, we did two sports things in a row. We did, so you guys are fucking welcome. I wish I've struggled both weeks, both times. <laughs> We're all doing our best here. Chris is drunk. I'm partially drunk. Penrose has had a full meal of pizza. <laughs> do, you know, do, you, do you know what level my munchies was on? Well, we can tell. Bro, I was on the car on the, on the way here. Let's just say my heart was beating at such a rate that I was like, I don't think I'm gonna make it home. Guys. <laughs> that's a hungry. <laughs> <you are. laughs> no. Oh, that's how you were. Was that was it actually Papa John's? Yeah, it actually was. That's the <laughs> I thought a little pepper. Oh, you see no. Not racism on your pizza, Penrose. <laughs> we I talked about this. I, I wasn't my, my homegirl went to Papa John's, so I got my pizza. All right, homegirl. You got it. That's fine. <laughs> I guess can't look to can't look a gift racist pizza in the mouth. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, can we tell people what we're gonna do? What the next documentary is gonna be? Since we already kind of know. Yes, tell them. I mean, okay, guys. Excited. Huh? I said you tell them. You're excited. Oh, I am excited because I'm honestly I'm just excited to get to some shit that I can talk about again. So, hey guys, um, our next documentary is going to be the Mary J. Plodge documentary. I cannot wait. It's gonna be so great. I I, I pray for puffy foolishness. I pray for old clips of Casey. I pray for all these things. Right. It's going to be amazing. I, I pray for all the saints. So I'm very excited for this, and I hope you guys are super excited. And don't fucking forget, we're going to do it. And it's going to work off of sports for now. For now. We'll go back. We'll start sprinkling them in, I promise. Like, yeah, it's going to be the Mary J. Blige documentary episode of All Doc Up Papa John's Pizza Bowl. <laughs> the Diddy Bop. <laughs> the Diddy Bop Bowl, sponsored by Papa John's. <laughs> the plastic okay. wine glass bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the auntie and racist. The Pee Wee Herman bowl presented by Lord <laughs> Okay, guys. I'm Chris. That's VJ. That's Penrose. This is all docked up. We'll see you guys next time. Later. Bye. Bye.